Alright, we're going. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the No One's Gonna Listen to This Shit podcast. If you are tuning in and listening to us actively right now, I'm wow. amazed you can't read. Um, next time, take a look at that title. Uh, it says, No One. Why are you here? Just kidding, we love you. Please stay and listen. <laughs> anyway, as this is our first podcast, we figure some introductory shit is necessary. Um, so... Hello, my name is Jackson. I'm Haley. So basically, in this pot, you good? Mm-hmm. What do you What do you hear? Nothing. I just thought I heard other people outside. They are. Oh, so I'm not crazy. No. It's gone now. Okay. Is it? It's not a mute, is it? No. Okay. That's how I heard it. So do we just say like in this podcast? I don't know what you said before last time before you went. Are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Basically general setup of this podcast is that both of us will come up with like one topic each so jackson will talk about something that he's interested in i'll talk about something that i'm interested in or know a decent amount enough that i feel confident talking about it to people i don't know so for instance you guys (laughs) so for instance we both have a shared interest in like anime jackson knows far more about video games than i will know for a while until he educates all of us about it Um, I like to talk about food. We both like to talk about gay shit because we are homosexuals. Crazy. We will talk about other things like Tindevers, which are just adventures on Tinder that everyone has. It's great. We'll have guests on the show who have no idea that they're going to be on here yet, but it will happen. We should invite them sooner or later. <laughs> It'll happen. They have nothing else to do. We can't kidnap them, though. That feels illegal. Because but- it is. <laughs> Also, this is just a general warning for all of you listening. If uh, you don't like the swears, mm. uh, definitely sorry. sign out now. I definitely already said shit a couple <laughs> times. So sorry for your poor virgin ears. Yeah, um, if you don't like swearing or drinking or mentions of, you know, oh, yeah. good old LGBT stuff, this is not going to be fun yeah, for you. you. You should leave now. We are actively drinking wine right now. Here's a sit for you. Yeah, that awkward oh. silence, we were drinking. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> since this is our first episode, we thought it would be only fair that we provide you with three topics instead of two. Mm. That way you can really get a feel for who we are, how we talk, and what we feel about things and our interests so that you can decide now rather than later that you don't want to listen to us anymore. <laughs> we're so nice. Um, but yeah. I guess I should preface this particular podcast with an apology. I'm probably going to talk way more than you want me want me to. <laughs> Same, it's okay. Um, but let's just jump into it. I get Oh no, I'm Phil DeFranco. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> We're going to get Damn, coffee fuck strikes. Phil DeFranco then. No, no, he's great. We love him. We should cut this. <laughs> say, say that without taking a drink afterwards, then you might convince me. He's fine. I like his stuff. Mhm. I just don't watch it. <laughs> so anyways, Haley, did anything interesting happen to you this week? No, I wish <laughs> other than some interesting endeavors in, you know, in the city. Living in the city at 3 a.m. is an interesting place to be. But other oh, than that... Oh, we're college students, by the way. Yes. <laughs> You're 21-year-old college students. So just keep in mind that all of this is from the perspective of people who are just waiting to graduate at this point. <laughs> Waiting. Suffering. You don't want to share any of it's your weird fine. city endeavors? <laughs> Alright, here's, here's the thing. Um, aside from the fact that I am a an active homosexual, um, 
<laughs> don't. To all men out there who may be listening, especially the men who are attracted to women, we don't. The straights, as we say. <laughs> we don't particularly enjoy being chased down. <laughs> especially. Well, ever, really, but especially past midnight yeah, on a weekend. Um, and believe it or not, it's not really that flattering. No matter how nice you may be once you actually catch up to us. <laughs> it's not really a welcome thing. It's off um, So, you know, if you feel the need to have a conversation with someone that you find to be attractive, but they are pretty far down the street... Chase. Maybe just keep that internal, you know? Maybe just enjoy the fact that you had that opinion. Enjoy their beauty from a distance like a decent person and keep going on your way. Because chances are, if they have headphones on and they're speed walking and it's dark outside and they're alone, they probably just want to go home and go to sleep. I don't think that they want your number. It's not the time to practice your cardio and catch up to them. It's really not. I really do appreciate that. I don't, actually. That was a lie. I'm sorry. Um, you know, that man really tried. And it was, it was a choice he made. We all make choices. We all that make just happened choices. to be his. What an unfortunate one it was. So uh, that that was probably the probably the most eventful thing in my week, which is kind of unfortunate. Agreed. <laughs> but it made for a story. Was it good? No. Was it a story? Hey, yes. I mean, we learn from the mistakes of others, and um, all that was a mistake. Yeah, big time. And all straight dudes listening. Uh, go, don't. Just don't. If you ever think, should I? Maybe, the answer probably is probably don't. no. Yeah. Um, unless it's like, should I apply for this job? And then it's like, yeah, go for it, dude. If it's something that affects only you, sure, go for it. No one cares. But if it affects someone else, particular, particularly someone you don't know at all, just don't. <laughs> Maybe take a pause. and <laughs> <laughs> Reflect a little. That'd be nice. It would be nice. How was your week? <laughs> Very eventful. Um, in a slightly more positive spin than yours, I did not get chased down an alley. <laughs> um, but that's most likely because of my gender. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, I went to New York over this past weekend for my birthday. Very exciting. Is that what it was for? It was for your birthday? Yeah, two weeks late. But oh, I honest to God just thought your parents with their money were just like, this sounds great. They it would never. <laughs> they only take themselves out places with their own money. <laughs> <laughs> On my actual birthday, they were like, we're in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Happy 21st, bitch. <laughs> but anyway, yes, I went to New York. I It's been something I've been asking to go to for a long time. Uh, I don't know why, but as a child, I decided I really wanted to take a train to New York. And I asked for that for many a moon. Um, and finally, they took me and it was wonderful. The train ride was much more pleasant than I thought it would be. Have you ever taken a tra You've taken trains before, I've right? taken, like, the metro. And the, uh, the subway. Was it, was it, was it like, was it like an Amtrak? Yeah. Oh, yeah, those are nice. Yeah, yeah I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I didn't know that they had basically airplane divisions of seating mm -hmm. it was it was great though i had a wonderful time you, you sounded very enthusiastic in your text it was it was <laughs> so nice to hear you got all the negative though <laughs> <laughs> i know but it's so fun to read when it's not affecting you yeah i'm sure it was i mean as someone who goes to new york pretty regularly regularly in air quotes it was i 
I don't know why I didn't realize that you had always wanted to go. I've never been. I don't I think I just assumed. I was like, Jackson would hate this. I don't need to invite him. <laughs> I, <laughs> so I'm, whenever I go by myself or with like one other friend, I'm just like, cool. Who's <laughs> Jackson? Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've always wanted to go. And I really got my fill uh, mm-hmm. when I did go. I got to see Hamilton, which I've been wanting to see for since it came out. Um, I got, also got to see Wicked. You um, saw Wicked? I saw Wicked. It was so fun story. Um, it was the, we were there from late Friday to like afternoon, well, six o'clock Sunday. And my dad doesn't understand how long musicals are. Mm. Um, so he scheduled one for two o'clock on Sunday and we needed to be in the train by six. And I was like, dad, <laughs> um, quick issue. We're going to get out of that play at five. Yeah. And you expect us to be able to get to the train it, you expect us to get back to the hotel, get our luggage, check out, and then get to the train in an hour. And he was like, what do you mean an hour? We have so much time. <laughs> it's not a movie. They have <laughs> breaks. <laughs> yeah, they're tired. <laughs> They've been working hard. But both were great. I loved it a lot. The guy who was Hamilton and Hamilton mm-hmm. reminded me a little bit of Eminem, which was off-putting. But oh. I, after you get over that, everyone else was excellent. Um, and Wicked, I just pretended like both of them were Adina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth, and mm. that got me through it. <laughs> I told you about what happened with Dear Evan Hansen, right? No. Oh. I never, I wanted to see that too. So that's been on my list of things to see for a long time. Yeah. And like when I, um, when I first moved to college, you know what an experience that was. Yep. It was terrible. Just so <laughs> you know, I had, a, my roommate was not a joy. The only thing that got me through <laughs> that time was listening to Dear Evan Hansen. Really? Like, on loop, and I loved it. And then I, like, I read the book, which is, it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but I listened to She's the, an English major. She can say that. <laughs> I listened to the soundtrack. I'm al- I almost have a degree. I can almost criticize anything. Um, yeah, I listened to the soundtrack, like, on loop, and I would watch, like, uh, animated videos on YouTube, and I, and I watched, like, a bootleg on YouTube, too, because huh, that is on there. You should do it. Mm. Um... And my parents found out how much I liked it. And so for my 21st birthday, back in May, they bought me box seat $400 Ooh. tickets. Oof. Yeah, that was my response too. But they got them for September. There's a big gap between May and September. And mm-hmm. when you are a student, that you forget anything else that's going on. Did you not go? So basically, uh, I was like, okay, it's September 18th. Cool. That's a lot of time. And I still had to pick out who I was going to bring. It had to be a family member. Oh. It didn't, well, it didn't have to be, but I knew if it wasn't, someone would get butt hurt. So I was like, all right, we won't upset either of my parents. So we'll pick neither, like, we won't pick either one of them. And I chose my sister because I don't see her that often. And I was like, this is great. This is cool. She likes musicals. We'll be fine. Mm -hmm. So I called her then, uh, I think like two days before. So the 16th. And I was like, hey. The tickets are in my bedroom, like my bedroom back home, not in my dorm, because I knew I'd lose them in the move. So I was like, all right, the tickets are in my bedroom. You pick them up, bring them to DC, and we'll go see the plate together. And for once, she was actually free that whole day. So she was like, I will gladly go with you. It'll be great. And I was so excited. Two minutes later, she gets the tickets and she's like, all right, I got them. Like, great. I'm grocery shopping, mind you. So I'm in public. And then there's this pause and I just hear, um, Hale? And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And she's like, these tickets were for September 4th. And 
Uh, I was real close to just breaking down in that Whole Foods and crying by the bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So my loving sister just stayed on the phone with me for an additional half hour because she knew I was going to cry. <laughs> so she made sure I didn't. I got out of Whole Foods without crying. And then she hung up. I called my mom to apologize for wasting her money. <laughs> and then I called Gabriella and had a breakdown. <laughs> Still at Whole Foods. <laughs> um... And of course, you know, it's fine. My mother felt bad because she was just like, no, I feel bad because you missed out on an experience. I was like, I feel bad because you wasted your fucking money. Also, usually when you buy tickets, in my experience buying like concert tickets and play tickets, mind you, they usually send you an email or a confirmation to be like, hey, your show's coming up in mm -hmm. like three days. So remember that. Get ready for it. So I was just, I was kind of shocked. Did... No, she, I... It was rough. It's not my best day. It's not too fun. I believe it. Box seats, Jackson. <laughs> I know. We went. See, my dad and I can't sit through one of a music, one of a musical, a musical without going. Uh, those poor people in the Abraham Lincoln seats. Mm. They won't get to see the end, and we think it's hilarious. Um, it's it's not, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that happened to you. It was not my best mo Oh, no, what I was saying was that they usually send you a confirmation email mm. to be like, hey, here's a reminder about your show that you booked four months ago. Don't forget about it. And so I, when I called my mom, I was like, they didn't send you anything because it's in your name? I'm not trying to blame anybody. I was just like, it seems kind of fishy that no one would be like, hey, four months is kind of a stretch. Make People sure might forget. It. Yeah. And she was just like, no, I didn't, I knew I should have called you to remind you, but I figured you'd remember. And I was like, that is valid. I am 21 years old and should remember something like that. But I didn't. Listen. Actually, no, I remembered. I just got the date two weeks off. Close enough. <laughs> it's so bad. My roommate loves Dear Evan Hansen. It's her favorite musical. So good. We should collectively as a group one time go see it and then we can talk about it. On this podcast, <laughs> it's coming back uh, to this area. Really, I think I think next year. I think I, I think it comes back every year, so it should be back. We'll make sure that happens. So keep in keep in to keep <laughs> keep listening if you want to hear us talk about Dear Evan Hansen. Stay tuned. Is that what you meant to say? That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to go into details with Hamilton and Wicked, but I was having such a good time while watching them. That I couldn't even sum up my thoughts in something that isn't just like, oh, it was so good. The music was excellent. I, I love musicals and musical music. Mm -hmm. That sounds like the dumbest thing I ever said. I think, I think I've only seen three. I've definitely seen more than three, but I only remember three plays that I've seen. I saw Les Mis <gasps> back in 2012. That's exciting. It was great. I saw the Beetlejuice musical. That was interesting. That is the word for it. It was interesting. <laughs> and I saw... Oh, Beauty and the Beast in Philly. Mm. That was cute. It was, it was fine. My parents used to have these, like, season tickets at a local theater. Mm. So we've seen... I, I've seen a lot of plays. Um, but then my dad realized he didn't enjoy watching them, so we stopped doing that. <laughs> See, one of my cousins is an actress, so she's in a lot of plays here. So we always get 
tickets from her because if she gets a leading role, we tend to get tickets. That's cool. But I just, I just, I'm so tired. And this is why we warned about tangents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I'll just wrap up the New York story um, with this. We went to the M&M store. Mm, did you get any, like, customized M&M bags? Uh, I got one that was just blue ones. Mm. Because that, <laughs> I, I'm not exciting. I wait, love don't peanut they, M&Ms. Wait, don't they sell just blue M&Ms anyway? They might be, like, a seasonal thing. Oh, okay. Or, like, a flavor thing. I don't know. I really only eat peanut M&Ms. Mm, but my mother was so excited <laughs> to go to the M&M store. And she was like, you loved this place. And I was like... <laughs> Are you sure you didn't love this place? Projecting mom. so excited. <laughs> she had a great time. Oh, I love the M&M store. I think that I went back in 2017 um, and I went to the M&M store with Gabriella mm. and it was like at the height of the Yuri on Ice hype, which, you know, just, just so y'all know, I will talk about that show a lot. Yeah. You're so excited for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went during like the Yuri on Ice hype. And so Gabrielle and I went and we got a customized bag of M&Ms and they were blue, purple, silver, and gold, which are kind of like the Yuri on Ice colors. And then you can put customized named names on them. So we had like Victor, Yuri, Yuri. And I was like, all right, give me half of that bag when you leave because I would like them. And then she didn't fucking give them to me. <laughs> Let them melt in her backpack. <laughs> I never got them. I see. I sadly ate my peanut M and M's while wallowing in misery on my bed. <laughs> I was acting. Why this time? <laughs> I was eating, and I was like, "Ah, oh, God! I really need to write that paper." Ah, oh, jeez! I should really get up and write that paper. Imagine. Ah, it's time for bed. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Oh, man, we're graduating soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can't wait for that workforce, huh? <laughs> well, uh, let's uh, heel kick here. <laughs> let's, mm -hmm. let's transition to something a little more cheerful. Mm -hmm. um, something that we both love. Something that we both just watched the finale for <laughs> recently. Um, Demon Slayer, mm. also known as the other name that it is known for. Kimetsu, Kimetsu no, Yaiba. no Yaiba. Yeah. Where do we even start with this show? A synopsis would be good because I'm sure there are people who have no idea it's what it is. a very valid point. <laughs> Everyone listening is just like, ah. Cool. <laughs> so. Those are words. <laughs> so do you want to explain it? Uh, we can both do it. Okay. You start though. Um, long story short. Uh, TLDR. Ha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a boy. Uh, how old are these kids? No clue. All right, I'll I'm Google gonna it. Say, all right. I'm going to go with like 15. We'll come back for confirmation in a minute. Um, but there's a boy named Tanjiro. And basically he has this huge family. They're kind of poor. Uh, demons are a thing in this world. So they kind of... Uh, people get... Would you say like possessed? Or do they just... They get... It's like vampires. Really. Yeah, yeah. Okay, think of vampires, but demons. So they get uh, turned, basically, into demons. What? What? How old are they? He's 13! Anyway. <laughs> that makes so much sense, because he's such a sweet boy. Yeah, he's so pure. Oh, God, how old is Nezuko? Um, what, 11? I'm placing bets on the table right now. I'm going to go 11, <laughs> yeah. Nezuko is his younger sister. 
11, 14. Excuse me. <laughs> that doesn't you work. You can't have two kids that aren't twins be the same age. <laughs> All right. Anyway, they are about 14. I'm going to go with 15 because it made what? It literally says, this is, okay, these, these numbers are now suspect because it says Nezuko is the younger sister of Tanjiro, but he's 13 and she's 14. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just go with 15 because that makes me feel better. Okay. So basically, main character is about 15 years old, typical protagonist age. Mm-hmm. Uh... Like I said, demons come not just at night. They just kind of crawl around all the time. Basically, they have the demon slayer. Demon slayers? Is that what they're called? They're demon slayers. Yeah, they have demon slayers that just basically, you know, what they do what, what it says. They, they kill demons. <laughs> they slay demons. <laughs> basically, Tanjiro's family gets attacked one night when he's not there. Attacked Mind you, is generous. They get slaughtered. <laughs> all right. So, they, this isn't a spoiler because it's the first episode and it's the setup. So it's fine. But yeah, his family of like eight people <laughs> gets slaughtered when he's not there. Mm-hmm. Mind you, his father's also dead, so he's kind of the man of the house. Um, but yeah, he comes home, family's slaughtered, except for one sister, Nezuko, who's like barely conscious. That's Even that is generous. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that she has actually been turned into a demon. So... Some big shot demon slayer shows up and tries to kill her mm-hmm. because... That's his, That's his job. job. <laughs> but um, our good boy, Tanjiro, being such a good, good little noodle, good is like, don't you dare kill my sister. I don't care if she's a demon. And I just lost seven family members. <laughs> don't take my last one away from me, please, dear God. <laughs> um, and somehow, either Nezuko herself is just such a powerhouse, or he really got through to her. Um, she she suddenly, not suddenly, it's a very emotional moment. <laughs> She, we're laughing. she withholds her her desire to consume people mm-hmm. and um passes the the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> um, and then big shot demon slayer guy he's like oh shit it, i can i i guess i can let her go and just dips the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> yeah he ties them up and then dips yeah it's it's a much more serious moment than what we're making it out to be basically uh, Tanjiro's resolve is that he wants to turn his sister back into a human mm-hmm. and help other demons turn back into humans. So he's going to become a demon slayer himself, train his ass off for like three fucking years. Oh God, doesn't that mean he's like 10 at the beginning? Let's not think about right. it. <laughs> Basically, he's going to train his ass off, join the demon slayers, which he does. And now the journey is just trying to get to that point where you beat like the person who actually slaughtered his family. Mm-hmm. And he also wants to get like the key to transforming people back so it's it's pretty generic when you put when you summarize it like that but they do it so well it the what really makes this stand out i guess is the characters the characters but also the art style is just the art style is very geometric but it's also so fluid at the same time Mm -hmm. there's something i don't know what it is about his eyes not being circular. Mm-hmm. that Because other characters are. Mm-hmm. His are just weird polygons. They have <laughs> lots of different eyes in this show. You have Tanjiro's, which are kind of like octagonal. Mm-hmm. Or decagons, I guess. Um, with like white pupils for yeah. some reason. And then you have uh, people like Gyu, the one of the hotshot demon slayers. We're giving a spoiler-free <laughs> version right now. Yeah. In like a couple seconds, we're going to... 
jump deep into what happens in the actual story. They have, like, two kinds of eyes in the show, and it's, like, Tanjiro's that just pierce you, and they're just and sharp as hell. The and then dead you have... ones. <laughs> yeah, and then you have these fish-eyed people. <laughs> There's no pupils, and they look like, oh, if that person wasn't actively moving, I would think that they were dead. <laughs> it's just a gradient. There are no pupils. <laughs> There's, yeah, the iris is just flat mm-hmm. and fades from light to dark. So you really think there's space in the fuck out? It's pretty, but it is... It's pretty, but, like, think of you, like, junior year in an 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> stat class. Oh. <laughs> that is what your eyes look like, if they're open at all. If we're being honest, if it was me, I wouldn't be there. <laughs> so that's the, the spoiler-free synopsis, really. Yeah, if that somehow interested you, it is on Crunchyroll, so... It is... But see, why we're bringing it up isn't because we want to get people to watch it. It's no. because we want to talk about everything that's happened so far, including the finale that came out two weeks ago? One week ago? One week ago, yeah. We, we saved ourselves and watched it just before this, this podcast so that we could give each other our genuine thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we should talk a little bit about the lead-up to the finale first. Yeah. And at least important characters, because if we don't tell you who they are, us saying their names is just going to be confusing. Um, So obviously, as with any adventure story, we meet friends along the way. Oh, we do. Um, We have our favorite. Well, Haley has her favorites. (laughs) I'll let you into your letters since you love them so much. Well... So that hotshot Hashira that I mentioned earlier is Gyu. That's how, that, mm-hmm. uh, he's great. Tomioka. He is uh, basically your typical like Levi brooding lone wolf boy, but he's so sweet and so giving Heart of gold. and loving. Yeah, he's fantastic. I wish he did more, <laughs> which he will. Just not yet. Um, but there's him, and then. It's there's Tanjiro, of course, who's just a total sweetheart. Like you, honest to God, kind of have to be concerned about the amount of patience he has because so many people do not deserve it. And also, these people are such characters. It's amazing that they say the things that they do, and Tanjiro is just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, uh, then there's Zenitsu, mm-hmm. who is a package. <laughs> there is so much there. There's a lot. And it's like I can't shit on him. I can. Do you want me to? <laughs> yeah, you. I. If you do it, I'll I'll join. So, Haley loves him, um, and that is generous. I love parts of him okay, so much. Parts, parts of him. He, um, to sum it up, is a really really good person, but he's so creepy and pathetic, <laughs> and you really have to work your way through the creepy and pathetic to yeah. get to the. His first opening scene. <laughs> Is him literally hanging off of some woman. Who doesn't know him, mind you. Begging her to marry him. Because he's gonna die soon. Because he's a demon slayer. Wow. What a winning personality <laughs> And, and this woman is actively <laughs> telling him to get off. Oh, because yeah. she doesn't know him. And Tanjiro has to step in and s- save her ass. <laughs> <laughs> Tanjiro being the good sweet boy that he is is like wow what a fucking creep and just kind of separates them (laughs) and the reward that Tanjiro gets for that good deed is Zenitsu yelling at him for a good three minutes weeping (laughs) weeping on the ground in the dirt 
in the dirt. To the point where Tanjiro, who, like I said, has the patience of a saint, like, mm. too much for his body, just <laughs> stares at him and is like, God, this is human garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but you do see, like, we, we delve into his backstory. He, basically, once... Zenitsu just calms the fuck down. He's wonderful. He's fantastic. He's so genuinely nice, and he cares about other people. He just... It's hard to get through some... some, some if he is away from anything that puts him in danger, or a woman, he's great. <laughs> or a woman, really. <laughs> Boy, he's got some one-liners, though. Really does. Such a turd. Such a walking garbage. It's so true, though. Let's God. move on to our, yeah. we'll say our favorite. Our, our Hell yeah. Inosuke. Um, then there's Inosuke, who I love. Um, he He's the last one of the trio to get introduced. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a... He's, he's the one with the boar head. A goddamn mess. He is a <laughs> lovable of, idiot. Think of a 15-year-old with the brain of a single, ch- of an only child, of an only, like, toddler child. Who has grown up in the woods, <laughs> like, away from any sort of humanity whatsoever? Like he learned language, he learned how to walk. That's about it. That's then it. he was released into the forest and said, "Good fucking luck. <laughs> Have fun." So, basically, what I love about this boy is that he is so angry and so violent and so stupid, <laughs> but he also so clearly wants everyone's approval so much. Like Tanjiro. He will beat the shit out of Tanjiro, who has done nothing. And yet, he... Keep going. Okay, he... <laughs> what I love about this boy is that he will, like, just beat the shit out of Tanjiro, who has done nothing to him and just wants to help him and support him and have him part of their, like, friend group. But he's not doing it maliciously. He's just doing it for the attention. So, like, he's such an antagonizer. Basically, for a long-ass time, he just wants Tanjiro, anyone, to fight him. And Tanjiro is kind of dense in his in how nice he is that he doesn't understand that he's trying to, that that Inosuke is trying to get a rise out of him, so he'll just kind of sit there. Like for instance, he'll be like, "There was one part. What was it? Oh, there was one part where they're like they're burying bodies, uh. and uh, Tanjiro, being the good sweet boy, is like, "Hey, Inosuke, you need to help too. Like you were a part of this. We need to." you know, put these people to rest. Inosuke, with no sense of social skills whatsoever, it's just like, why the fuck would you bury a body? Who fucking cares? <laughs> and then, like, that's basically what he says. It is. And Tanjiro, sweet summer child, just looks at him and is like, oh, I get it. You can't help because your wounds, you're, you're in too much pain. It hurts you too much to help. To which, Inosuke, much like everyone watching, is just like, how the fuck did you get that? <laughs> you, there were some logical leaps there. It's, unlike the audience, though, Inosuke took that very personally. Inosuke gets so fucking angry to the point where he's like, bitch, I can bury 200 people. <laughs> fucking watch me. And then he and then helps. He, then he does. It's, like, it's just like watching a child where you have to use reverse psychology and be like, hey, help me do this thing. I don't want to do the thing. Mm-hmm. All right, no, you can't do the thing. Bitch, I can do the thing. I'll do it ten times better than you. Eat a dick. <laughs> and that is their whole per- That is their entire dynamic. Some, and it's fantastic. Some people might be confused why we have a greater sign pointed towards um, Inosuke compared to Zenitsu. Um, the reason is really boils down to they both have very obvious character flaws. <laughs> it's just that... Uh, 
in most cases are endearing because he's an idiot. <laughs> it's not his fault. He's just really stupid. <laughs> but he does his best. He does his best. He he genu I don't know. I won't say that he genuinely wants to help people. He really does just want the attention. He just wants himself. to fight shit. Yeah. But think about it. He wants to fight shit, but he took the right route in like he chose a good outlet for that anger. He did. <laughs> he really did. And demons instead of humans. Yeah, yeah, I can appreciate that. Man walks around with a fucking boar head on in the woods. He didn't have to go, I'm going to join a military. He didn't even. He just stole some <laughs> other dude's sword. I was like, this is good. I'm happy. I can do this. <laughs> I'm pleased with myself. <laughs> he should be. Zanitsu, meanwhile, is just a pervert. Yeah. Like, but he has his moments. You can't hate him. You can't. It's but just you that, so want to. It's just that the good moments are like... It's Too like a, few and far between. Uh, yeah, it's like 30% great mm-hmm. to 70% yikes. But <laughs> that 30% yikes. is so good. <laughs> it's so good. Like, every time you actually see how strong he really is. Because he is a weak-ass bitch when he's not in the mood. Uh... And by in the moon, we mean, we mean unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> the second, yeah, we sleep on Zenitsu, but really he's sleeping on us. <laughs> <He's> sleeping. <laughs> Who did you steal that joke from? I love Twitter. <laughs> uh, just for context, for those who don't understand, um, the only time he ever fights anything is when he gets so scared, he passes yes. out. And then his brain is just like, ugh, again, and <laughs> takes over. I think what really made me lose it is that he only knows one move. One move. But he, but he really pushed that. We'll, co- we'll come back to this yes. in terms of skill levels, because I have a very specific point in the finale episode that okay. just makes me angry. Okay. I love this show, but it's not without the points that just make me go, ugh. <laughs> Stop it. (laughs) Why are you like that? (laughs) (laughs) Everything you're doing, just stop it. There's a whole lot of other characters besides those three. But those are our three main boys. And Nezuko's there too. But she's asleep for 25 of the 26 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Because, and the story reason is that since she can't regain her energy by eating people... She has to sleep to recover it. But she has to sleep so much more. So much more. (laughs) Like she slept for two years straight. And we do feel a little bit gypped because even when she is awake, she doesn't speak. Except for a single line towards the end of the spider A single line almost 20 episodes in. Yeah. Which is fine. It has a good story reason. It just feels like we need more strong female characters in there. Yeah. Yeah, you do get strong female characters in the show, which is great. But they're not... It took a long time. It took a long time, and they don't... They're not in the story for long. And they haven't done anything yet. No. (laughs) And the ones that you do see do, like, actually doing things, they're not on your side. Mm Mm-mm. So it's real hard to cheer for them. But I'm holding out hope. I, I gravitate towards the female characters, and it seems like during this movie... There still won't be any, but uh, (laughs) I can hope. The issue isn't that it's all male characters. It's just that they have so much potential in the female characters that they're just not using yet. And I say yet because there's a lot to the story that we haven't gone into yet. There's a manga, um, but we don't read manga, so we're just giving you the anime version. Yeah, if it's over 50 chapters, I I can't commit. Mm -mm. I'm not that strong. 
So that's the we'll we'll say that's enough character introduction for now. And if mm -hmm. they if more characters come up, we can just give a brief description. Those are the most important characters so far. Um, you watched it more recent than I did, so I assume mm. you didn't write anything down for it. No, um, didn't you see me writing all those notes as you s sat right next to me? I was going to keep up the illusion that we watched it separately, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We're honest here on this podcast. Okay, this is, I just really wanted to share this. Oh, this is mega spoiler territory because now we're just going to be talking about that the That is finale. a good note. From here on out, it's basically just spoilers we gave the whole a, time. We gave a good amount of spoilers, I guess, kind of in that last character introduction. But now this is literally everything that's going to happen in the finale. Or it did happen. I really want to share this train of thought that I went through. <laughs> train. Wow. <laughs> um... So at the beginning of the show, at th this episode, they give you a intro into the lower um, 12 Kizuki. Yeah. Um, and I literally wrote, whoa, sneak peek at all of the future enemies of the movie. Oh, <laughs> no. they're dead. Oh, they're all dead. <laughs> oh, they're dead. Yep. And then one particular note that just says, no, <laughs> I liked that girl's design. Which which girl? The one with the red uh, eyes. And she had horns and had oh, equal signs. Oh, yeah. I liked her, but she was just so goddamn whiny, which is understandable. She was going to die. He, she was fighting for her life. I don't know. I thought that... Fighting. Okay, just giving in. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also love the instrument themes that are in these enemies. Like, mm -hmm. there was the one with the... Yeah, with the drums. I don't remember what they were called, though. Mm. Whatever. And then this lady with the biwa. Biwa? Biwa. Very interesting. I love that. It's it's uh, brings a sort of beauty to the demons. But, I mean, if not that I can show you what the manga looks like, but if you did see... Basically, okay, so when the instruments show up, they tend to sort of manipulate your surroundings. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a room, like a square room, and you use that instrument, it's going to rotate the room. Or It'll, it could change the layout of the whole yeah, building. Yeah, it can, it can do basically anything. But uh, earlier in the season, when it was used to basically rotate the entire house, mm -hmm. or scramble it, I guess is a better word. Which was dope as hell. <laughs> the animation is so good. Especially considering it's CGI, which Japan is not great at. None of us are good at, let's be honest. When it comes to animation, like, mixing, mixing it with 2D animation for TV shows that do not have much of a budget and do not have much time to get prepared for the next episode. Hard to do. It's hard to do. They're underpaid, overworked. I can get into that on another day. But the CGI in this show is fantastic, so I can't wait for what the movie looks like. But, um, where was it going? That was a good question. Uh... The room's rotating. Yeah, the room's rotating. I was just going to use... Oh, did, the, oh okay, go no, for it. No, that was basically just it. Like, the instruments, so far, as we've seen them used, done the only same do... Thing. Yeah, that's all they do. So I'm wondering if that's, like, a thing. I do. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about the lore, obviously. It's, like, no. it, are all blood demon arts associated with instruments just for, like, room disorienting? I don't know. Mm. I find it interesting in general. The we'll call it unique weapons that well, the demons wield, yeah. like uh, the lady who was just using a like a what is equivalent of a soccer ball to fight. Yeah, yeah. And those then, like paper mache kind of balls. Yeah, I don't know. I find it. It's. I think it's interesting. I love it when it's just like oh, another sword, dude. I'm cool. I'm sick. Um. Do you have any particular thoughts you want to share about the finale while I look through some of mine? <laughs> I have a lot. Um, 
I don't, I don't think I have any specific thoughts. It was just, it was super endearing the first half, minus the whole, like, Kizuki getting brutally murdered. Mm -hmm. It was nice to see Michael Jackson antagonist look like a woman, and then confuse the hell out of me <laughs> real quick. Oh my uh, god. Although, okay, let's talk about him for a bit. Okay. Jesus Christ, what can he not do? He, he can change his, yeah, he can shape shift now. and change his... <laughs> aura yeah and he can read thoughts but if he can change if he can shapeshift and yeah he can read thoughts i don't love that but um, where did that come from he but he thinks of himself as a god and honestly at this point he sounds like one he can shapeshift and change his aura so th does that mean that he has multiple like families and that's how he's able to just get away with this bullshit let's play off that for a bit let's <laughs> okay. go with like that's true why doesn't he just go and kill Tanjiro and all the the Hashira if he can it seems it's like the video game syndrome where the the main villain is just like why would I but okay well I have a I, I don't want to call it a theory because it's not strong okay. <laughs> but hit me you know how they always say like find the boy with the Hanafuda earrings mm -hmm. so he they had been saying that before Tanjiro met him whatever michael jackson's name is were they looking for his dad maybe that's what i'm thinking so i'm like there's obviously some beef because his dad knows far more than we know like and he's he dead was, yeah he, <laughs> there's a reason that man's so frail he's oh. clearly stronger than he is than he appears so i'm assuming that his dad did something with M michael jackson antagonist i'm so sorry that's what i'm gonna call him i mean i it, don't know his name it's good um kibutsu suji something like that Kibut ki muzan Muzan, thank mm -hmm. you. First name. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming they have some sort of beef. Again, I haven't read the manga. Don't hate me. Um, or me. Yeah. <laughs> but that is my assumption. Something's going on there. So there has to be some reason for Muzan not to kill him because he has every reason and he has every. He's perfectly capable of doing it. It is a. I guess it's because. Tanjiro is the only one to see him in that Tan city. Yeah, Tanjiro is also so important and so well-known and so protected at this point that it's not going to work that well. It's going to end True. up being more of a risk. So it's easier to just give one of your pawns over to be killed than to risk your own life. But I get he's so good at blending in, he can change his aura so that his own lackeys can't tell who he is. Like, how, at, at that point... How did Tanjiro find out who he was in the first place? We don't talk about that. It's the plot armor, you know? It just, it happened. Oh wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, no, he remembered the smell from when his family right. was slaughtered. So, either he wasn't changing his aura to something... I mean, I don't know. I don't know that much about auras, so... It seems like it was just thrown in here at the end. So maybe... I doubt it, but I hope they delve into it into the movie. Also, Tanjiro's sense of smell is kind of like the 2X machina of the entire I, show. Okay, but let's talk... Okay, I want to talk about that a little bit, because I forgot... I'm a little upset, because I thought there was a theme happening. Because mm -hmm. he has crazy good scent perception he can From smell really well um zanitsu can hear really well yeah i was waiting for you know, you know to pull something that he's just an idiot incredible rage i guess <laughs> and now i'm holding out faith for canal canal i will never <laughs> <laughs> to have some sort of sensory thing but it seems like her superpower is being incredibly depressing <laughs> instead of her new power is is just willpower she has Hell yeah, the dude. ability to make decisions. Which, I mean, like, go, go for it. But I thought it was a theme, and I really liked it. I thought it was a theme, too, and then... Yeah, they dropped that real quick. Especially, didn't they say that, like, you also had, like, really good smell, like he did? I th Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say it feels like a missed opportunity, 
Uh, maybe it's something they delve into into the manga more, but... You know how this is... this It's kind of off on a tangent. I love it. But uh, you know how I have this great uh, habit of picking terrible favorite characters for myself? Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm sure I told you, but I'm gonna tell you again. Sick. When I was first watching it, uh, I didn't have, like, an absolute, like, favorite like I do with the Nosuke. Mm-hmm. I love Tanjiro. Of course, everyone does, though, so it's not, like, it's not that character that you just, like, grab onto and you're like, you, you are my favorite. Because, yeah, it's hard to he's have a main to be, character as your favorite. Yeah, he's it, supposed to be likable. I will say, though, this is the first time in a long time that I actually like a main character. It's so nice, liking <laughs> an MC. But, uh, no, I was watching it for the first time, and there's that whole sequence where Tanjiro is, like, on the mountain training, and he, he has that job oh. to split the boulder and Fox my boy. dumb ass met Sabito and I was like yo that's Yuki Kaji and he's not voicing Aaron Yeager I can actually like him this time this is so exciting oh, Aaron. And, and his character is so good he's so cool he comes out of fucking nowhere and just starts beating him and he's like you need to improve you need to be better but he's not he's also clearly not trying to be like malicious or actually hurt tanjiro he's just trying to beat it into his head like you need to improve if you want to survive and save your sister but now we know why he came out of nowhere we do know why he came out of nowhere he's been very dead for a while <laughs> <laughs> and my heart right after his first scene went that is my favorite yeah that is my favorite and then, not even an episode later, I was like, oh, he did. So, counterpoint to <laughs> you, I did the same thing with that girl that he was with. Um, the little girl? Yeah, because I, listen, this is what I'm telling you, I gravitate towards female characters. I know. <laughs> um, but I knew almost immediately, she was for sure dead. It was, for, look at her eyes! <laughs> They're dead. <laughs> um, so I got really excited when I saw her, but then, uh, I don't even remember her name now. Um, that's just another example of how underused female characters are. She didn't do anything. She, no. she taught Tanjiro some stuff, but like only with words, like there yeah. was never any demonstration. So for all we know, she's just parroting what someone else said. I just think it's a, a bit of a waste. Bit of a missed opportunity. But it's whatever, because both characters were great. They're so I and it was them. a great backstory for... It was cool. Mr. For his... Teacher with a long name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for... Yeah, I, yeah, I do love his teacher. I, I also wish that he had more of a role, but I think it makes sense that he doesn't. He had a pretty good role yeah, for I, the time that he got. He's done his part. He really did his part. Sakonji. Urokodaki. Urokodaki, yeah. Hmm. Miss that dude. Is Nezuko older than Tanjiro? Nezuko is the younger sister. That does not answer my goddamn question. Google, you're failing us. I don't care. I don't care. What is your next point? Oh, we finally got introduced to that last dude from the... From the pit. The test. What is it called? The, where they test to qualify as demon slayers. They had oh, all of them there. Oh, that scary-ass looking motherfucker. Yeah. The one that's in the intro, and I was like, why are you in the intro the, if I never see you? The opening sure made it seem like you were going to do way more than you did, which was nothing. Well, then he must have a really important role if they're building up that much. True. Why is he but, jacked now? Uh, he's, he's so huge. big. <laughs> yeah, but, also, was he staying there the whole time? No, it sounds like he just showed up there. But also, why? <laughs> is he okay? He seems fine. Isn't that a medical house? He just, yeah. I mean, kind of. It's like a training and rehabilitation center. Maybe he's trained. He seems buff enough. 
Um, <laughs> like, where did you come from? Where did you go? Training came up, though. So uh-huh. now I'm going to switch to the only complaint that I have. Okay. Not only with the show, but with that episode in particular. And to summarize, it's fuck you. You cannot possibly tell me that after those assholes, Zenitsu and Inosuke, were lazing about for so long that they are now equal power with Tanjiro again. Yeah. <laughs> My boy put in so much more effort. He, he deserves to be leagues better than they are. It, yeah. It seems like one of those things where... Um, I'm going to refer back to fairy tale, not because I think these are equivalent shows, but just because it's all I have. <laughs> uh-huh. It's like after each fight, it doesn't matter how much more powerful they get. They're always equivalent or worse than the next big bad guy. So it's like, there's, it, I just, uh, let Tanjiro be getting strong. A little, he's getting a little gypped. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel personally offended for my good boy. This boy puts in so much effort. All the time. Not even just, like, some of the time or when he needs to. It's all the time. All the time. He's never resting. No. Like, dude, take a vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Your sister can wait a little bit. Do they earn money? I don't think so. I think they just... I don't... How do they eat? This is another good transition. (laughs) Uh, Well, they're not recognized by the government, so how do they get any income? I have to actively not think about the logistics behind the Demon Slayers because clearly it's not acceptable to be carrying around a sword. Yeah. But Demon Slayers are widely known and they are so structured and it's not like they're trying to hide. No. How is the government not sanctioning them, but at the same time not condemning them for all of the murder they're doing? There are other shows that do this, though, where there are... Uh, institutions that are separate from, like, the government, or, like, if you're watching Fire Force, firefighters. I need to watch that. Um, but they, like, the people in, like, the Fire Force or part of the Demon Slayer, usually they're given some kind of identification. Like, yeah, I have a sword, but I'm allowed to have it. Yeah. It's okay. They had to run. They don't have it. They had to jump on that train. I fully expected that to just be a gag where they pulled out like some sort of identification and the police officer's like, that thing? <laughs> that thing with a boar head? I mean, either way, Inosuke's fucked because he's not even technically officially in this. But they let him t- train with them, so I guess, I guess, um, what's Do his you face? think you can get rid of that idiot? <laughs> he's gonna keep coming back. All the hospital were just like, ah, oh, fine. Fuck. <laughs> Stay around, Jesus. He's too goddamn angry. Like, he finally got to shut up. For like three episodes. That was the worst episodes. I wanted him to talk. I was so sad. He's just laying in bed like, I'm fucking useless. He's so depressed. I was like, this is too relatable, dude. <laughs> when he finally stood up, do you remember how excited I was? I was like, my boy is back. <laughs> he was I so just sad. realized this is so off topic. <laughs> I just realized anyone who hasn't seen this show has zero clue what we're talking about. It, we said spoilers, but we're not even trying to accommodate people anymore. We're just having a good conversation. I mean, once we said spoilers, I was kind of like, all right, at this point, I'm assuming anyone who doesn't watch this is going to turn it off. True. We should have put this at the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, too late now. Um, yikes. <laughs> Um, my only last big thought was that it was kind of a cop-out ending because it was just a prologue for the movie. Oh, yeah. Which I expected, but uh, the last six episodes have just been the aftermath of the spider arc. Yeah. 
which is fine. I think there should be consequences for actions that are taken by characters. <laughs> but I think that that could have been wrapped up in like two. Like I didn't really need five episodes of him training. Definitely. Although I liked it. <laughs> I didn't need it, but I do appreciate it mm -hmm. because I'm sure if it was two or two, definitely I would have been like that was Fast. awfully quick. Yeah. Three to four, I think I would have been okay with. Um, but so many shows are doing the same thing. At least four it's just shows arc, are having. Arc, arc. Yeah, but also four shows that came out this year or last year. Um, ended with episodes like these only to say, Haha, movie next year. Don't be disappointed. Unless I'm you're Yuri on Ice and you announce a movie in goddamn 20, what, 17? And it's 2020. And they don't tell us that they're pushing it back to 2020 until like a week or two ago. Yikes. It's like, and y'all wonder why people are pissed off. <laughs> but that's not what this is about. But Violet Evergarden um, uh, is getting a movie next year. Yes. Uh, Demon Slayer is, thank God, and Given is. You don't watch that. I won't recommend it to you. I love it, though. I uh, just, I think that, and this is true for a lot of things, even in, like, traditional American media, it's so much, the TV shows and the episodic nature of them are so much better for telling a long oh, yeah. story than a movie is. I feel like it's going to feel so condensed. Books are much better off as TV adaptations, which is why Netflix is doing so well with, like, series of unfortunate events. It mm. works better as a TV show than it does as a movie, yeah, which is why anime ends up walking and... <laughs> which is why anime ends up turning out so well. Yeah. Because you can actually pace it. Whereas a movie, it's like, hey, I'm gonna fit 50-something episodes of Avatar into one don't, movie. Nope, this is not our Avatar podcast. <laughs> that gets its entire... It has one all to itself. We have too many opinions. <laughs> I know. Um, it just makes me so angry. Unless you have any other thoughts about Demon Slayer, I would love to talk about it forever, but we have two other things to get to. Yeah, I, I don't think I have anything else because I really only needed to talk about the music, the, the animation, and the acting. All good. Which we all covered pretty much. So good. Which we covered all of it. The animation. Okay, let's let's just say let's talk a little bit about the animation first, like a Can little bit more. Can we talk about that water and and the fire animation because those are two of the hardest things to animate. And they're so good. And it's so good. The main thing that I have is that it's it's still unclear. <laughs> it's very unclear. If it's just an artistic style to represent how the movement of those. Is actions. it metaphorical or is it literal? Yeah. I don't know. I want it to be literal because that's where my heart lies. But I, I think it makes more sense for it to be metaphorical. Metaphor. Okay, if you think back to the spider arc where he killed off, like, the, the mother figure. And yes. she was like, yeah, please kill me. And so he was doing it softly. Mm -hmm. that, that's when the metaphor really makes more sense. Because it's like, yeah, he's doing it softer. So therefore the imagery is, like, misty and... Gentle raindrops and all that jazz. Whereas yeah. when you're going to kill that fucking kid that just never disappeared. But, but then it also, it, mm, I hate to pull realistic thoughts into an anime discussion because clearly it's an anime, but that where he had to slice that rock in half. Yeah. Mm -mm, there's no way a sword is going to be able to do that. You have to have some sort of ethereal water and to be able to like erode it or something i, d I don't but know water wasn't even water didn't even appear at that part you either. don't know that <laughs> it's not I, even 
no, it's just me wanting it to be literal, but oh, knowing no, I want it to be literal just as much as you do because it's definitely like the prettiest part of the show. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. And when it turns into fire, you're like, oh shit, I didn't even know you could do that. No one did. And it looks amazing. <laughs> I guess it does make sense for it to be literal though because otherwise, why aren't a ton of bystanders being like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> do you remember that part where Gyu, like, we finally get to see him do something? It's mm -hmm. like the calmest water you've ever seen yes and it's beautiful yes so. that's a great point he didn't even fucking move so how did he slice all those things if it is if the water isn't real as all i'm saying the problem is we can't make these arguments as solidly as we want to because we haven't read the fucking manga yeah that's a great point <laughs> if we did i'm sure we'd have a more concrete idea hey we're just talking about our hopes mm, that's true and what we want is for it to be real but realistically probably not Either way, I'm glad they did it. It's beautiful, and I love looking at it. Either way, this is just a great show, if you can't tell. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. There's tons of videos on YouTube talking about how excellent it is. Oh my god. That I do, I, we'll, have, we'll have to cut this, because there's no reason for me to talk about it. But uh, Inosuke just being illiterate as fuck <laughs> and not knowing how to remember names. No, nah, we're not so cutting this. so fucking funny. That's a good... We Check it out. Google... No, YouTube, uh, Inosuke not being able to pronounce Tanjiro's name. Going back to what I said about how he is a, an actual child, in one of his first scenes where he's, like, introducing himself with all this power, and he's, like, saying his name, and then Tanjiro's like, how do you spell that? And he's like, spell, bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what is spell? Kentaro. <laughs> Kentaro. <laughs> it's just like, it's not that he called him the wrong name. It's that he genuinely meant no, it. Yeah, he knew that so was the name. <laughs> oh, you love him. That's what gets me. Hi friends, this is Haley in post-editing. So we ran into a few little technical issues while we were trying to upload the file to this specific medium. Basically, uh, the file size was just a little too large to fit, so in order to upload it to this specific website, we have to cut a portion of the audio out. So if you want to listen to Jackson's section of the podcast where he t uh, discusses Legend of Zelda, you can listen to the podcast in full on YouTube, which will be linked in the description. Uh, we're really sorry, and we'll make sure that this doesn't happen again in the future. Thank you so much, and please enjoy the rest of the podcast. I don't, I don't, I want to stop talking about Zelda now, but <laughs> so I'm going to cut it off there. But in summary, yes, good games. I'm going to work on making these Zelda, not Zelda, these video game portions more interesting. Uh, this one was harder to come up with ideas for because it's been a while since I've played mm -hmm. some of them. I am currently playing Astral Chain. Mm. Um, so I figure as soon as I beat that, I'm going to be able to talk about it a lot better and without so much of a script as I have now. Um, it's just good. And I want, I want other people to know that I think it's great. Oh, excuse me. I hope the mic. <laughs> hope that we up. all liked hearing that. All right, so that's the end of my topic for this week. I know I talked for a really long time, um, and because of that, I am so tired of hearing myself talk. Um, Haley, I would love for you to take over now. <laughs> Educate me. <laughs> mm, well, 
you gave me a full ass lecture, which I'm so thankful for. I'm so sorry. But no, I have, I'm, I'm excited to learn more. I wish I had more background information so I could contribute more to the conversation. It's so not your fault. But, I didn't even do a good job. But it's okay because the 10, 15 minute talk that I'm about to give to you, you're not going to have shit to say back. I think that's a fair, it's a quid pro quo <laughs> thing. So... You know, like I said, the main thing that I'm going to be talking about is anime. Mm -hmm. So naturally, when I have my individual topic, most likely it's <laughs> going to be a show that I've watched, but you haven't. Fair enough. There's a lot of those. Because I've watched a lot. <laughs> and there's a new movie that just came out in, uh, I think it came out originally in May, but not for us in the U.S. until this month. No, sorry, last month. It is October. And so... Oh, fuck, it is. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Midterms. Um, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called Promare. And it's by Studio Trigger, uh, which... Uh, who also did shows like Kill a Kill, Gurren Lagann, uh, Kisniver. I don't even think I'm saying that one right, because I only watched two episodes and went, hmm, this is a great one to continue. And never <laughs> did. <laughs> That's what I did with Gurren Lagann. <laughs> I did too with Gurren but uh yeah kill a kill is great guys y'all should watch <laughs> um but yeah it's a studio it's the stu studio that did that and if you know if you've seen one of their shows you have seen them all they're all extremely extra uh just that that's the best word for it animation is all over the place it's like i don't want to say sloppy because it's not but it's it looks sloppy it gives you the illusion that it's lazy it's not it's gorgeous um, very fast paced. Music is usually fantastic by uh, Hiroyuki Sawano, who usually does like Attack on Titan, uh, Seraph of the End. Any hype music that you need in an anime, that is your man. So naturally, he's in Promare. Promare, synopsis, uh, kind of like Fire Force, I guess, where human beings have been, I don't, I don't want to say possessed, but uh, they have started to have like combustion abilities, I guess, where. Uh, like they light on fire kind of uh the movie starts with this isn't really a spoiler it's just it's an introduction um people just kind of start spontaneously combusting based on like their anger level but there's cl clearly something causing that it's not just like you get mad so you light on fire <laughs> like there's something <laughs> like, there's something else there's some outside <laughs> force causing it um but then there are groups of people who like can control it and they're like kind of kind of like firebending kind of um, it keeps coming back to Avatar. Huh? See, <laughs> well, everyone's seen it, so it's the best thing for me to reference. I hope and if you haven't, seen it. I swear to God, go watch it. Um, that wasn't even a threat. That's, it felt like it was going to be a threat. <laughs> I have no threat. I just want people to be happy. If you haven't watched it, please. <laughs> I promise you'll understand so much more about us as people. If you watch you, it. Honestly, you will. Um, but yeah, think of it like firebending, but it's also like illegal because you know if you just tend to spontaneously combust chances are you're gonna hurt people what <laughs> so yeah a so a fire force has i don't want to say fire force because like <laughs> that's an actual show but special <laughs> firefighters have been trained to deal with the promare as a whole uh by burnish i'm sorry by the burnish that's what they're called and then there's like a, a group of people called mad burnish who are kind of like they're treated like terrorists because they do just kind of set things on fire, but they also, if you've ever, ever seen uh, Terror and Resonance, which is a great show by uh, the same guy who did uh, Cowboy Bebop, um, 
Kids on the Slope, uh, Carol and Tuesday, which is his most recent work that I still need to watch, huh? Um, and Space Dandy, I think. I could be wrong. I hope I'm not wrong. Uh, but I should be used to that. Um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, um, if you've ever se- fuck, what was my point? <laughs> terror and Resonance. Yeah, if you've ever seen Terror and Resonance, remember the two main characters are te- technically terrorists, but they're doing it more so they can get attention, so that they can be taken care of and they can get this their message out into the world it's not so that they can hurt people so the burnish do the same thing they do fuck shit up but they make sure everyone is safe they don't hurt people they actually make it they they pride themselves on not hurting people um but obviously because they are a terrorist organization people are still like no fuck you like go to jail so uh yeah the leader of mad burnish is this boy called named uh leo fotia and he's beautiful and i love him and i cannot wait to draw him for the inktober that i'm so desperately trying to catch up on and never will because school fucking hates me um (laughs) just throw that one in there yeah but he's amazing the main character is basically like gurren lagan's protagonist like a twin uh like blue hair and everything but he's fantastic he's so funny he's very extra think of like tanjiro mixed with inosuke like all the sweetness but all the passion of inosuke oh, and God. all the attention one like all the neediness of uh inosuke his I name just is remember boob lady from Grand she does have those boobs dim titties <laughs> though uh the main <laughs> the main protagonist which is sad what the hell is his name gallo something like that gallo gallo Gallo, yeah, it's Gallo. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> um, basically, they are polar opposites. Gallo works for the Fire Force. I'm just going to keep calling it that. I'm sorry. Works <laughs> for the Fire Force. Leo is obviously the leader of this terrorist organization that has been at work for 30 fucking years. Mm-hmm. Gallo is like a new... Basically takes him down. So proud of himself. It's great. And then slowly over the movie, they kind of learn... Mostly Gallo learns that he's kind of on the wrong side of everything. That, like, things aren't what they seem. Mm -hmm. Mad Burnish aren't bad people. They just... They're misunderstood. Um, So, as you can tell by that synopsis, the storyline is nothing special. It's not new at all. None of it's original. But goddamn, they hype you up so fucking much. Holy shit. The animation is stunning. Like, if you've seen any Trigger show, you know how much they can get in per frame, and it is amazing. They can fit in so much action, so, so much into each second that the problem that it's a movie and it's only being shown in certain theaters makes it so hard because it's impossible to absorb everything that's happening, which is why most people that see this movie tend to see it more than once, which, you know, if school stopped fucking me up the ass with sandpaper, I would go see it again. It's a little inaccessible where I am right now. Mm, Yes, very eloquently. Uh, But (laughs) fuck you. Um, (laughs) The animation. Again, so much like Demon Slayer, it does use CGI. Unlike Demon Slayer, it's not as good at it. So uh, the transitions between CGI and 2D animation are not as smooth or fluid, but they're still so good. Think of... So when they chose the color palette for this movie, I think they put someone on LSD and was like, what do you see? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lots of greens. They're neon, though. Right. (laughs) That, the main character's hair color. (laughs) Like... Like fire. <laughs> what color do you think fire should be? Uh, mm, purple. <laughs> You're right. Oh, that's it. Yes. <laughs> purple, green, and blue, bitch. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, fire. <laughs> <laughs> 
fire is, uh, sir isn't fire like red and orange <laughs> Fuck you jerry lee <laughs> so fire and ice play a huge part in this movie and the fire is god it's so it's every color under the goddamn sun it's so great (laughs) it's so great (laughs) except red (laughs) it's so good um you know you you can shit on the cgi a little but they tried they tried their damnedest so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that even speak for it i wish i had seen it like i said plot's predictable but like fuck they really did it well i think the way you can spot a good movie or a good show, good director, what what have you, is when they can take the most basic shit, do the exact same thing, but still make it so exciting mm-hmm. and so engaging. That's exactly what this movie does. Again, if you've seen Trigger, you've seen it all. So you can... They're also... A lo- they pull a lot from all of their shows. It's kind of like they took three of their shows and, like, Play-Doh smushed it together and shit out a movie and somehow made it good. <laughs> and it's so great. Like, I'm, I I want to talk about more, like, the actors and the acting. I have no fucking idea who anybody is, for once. So is it I just... not, like, online? <laughs> no. No one's bootlegged it yet. Huh. Uh, the ba- they, okay, I do have one big criticism, and that is that the background characters have n- no development. <laughs> like, <laughs> holy shit. I don't even know their names. Who cares? But <laughs> no, like, Gallo's fucking team... Like, his goddamn team, Jackson. One girl had an important part, and that's only because she has, a, like, a mad-ass crush on him. Oh. But, as I've told you, you briefly, uh, that crush doesn't really matter. Because <laughs> people only want to pay attention to Leo and Gallo together. I don't know how old they are, so I'm not going to comment. We love the gays. We love the gays. That CPR scene was so tender. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's in distress. <laughs> it, was, it was so soft and they played this beautiful music in the background i was Aww. like <laughs> is he coming on to him right now <laughs> like i turned into that that meme of the guy like clutching his chest in pain i was like oh i get it now um but yeah like one pink-haired girl gets some lines gets a few scenes because she's supposed to help gallo whenever he's in trouble and i'm like i get it i'm mm-hmm. glad that she does something also her sister plays a big ass part in this movie so like, i get it but yeah, every other every other character gets no development at all, which I understand. They don't have time for it. It's two hours. Had this been a, you know, imagine, TV show, they could have had a little more time. Crazy. Um, but that really is my only criticism. For the most part, it is so solid. It's also just a lot of fun. Like, don't go into it thinking that you're going to get, like, a silent voice or your name or some Ghibli masterpiece or uh, something by, like, Makoto Shinkai, something like that. No, you're not. Uh, yes, you're gonna the name get. Name I'm familiar with. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw that movie. Your name. Mm-mm. Yeah, that blew up like three years ago. <laughs> no, I know. I always heard about, it and I was like, hmm. Yeah, he did that. He does a lot of really, really pretty stuff, and it's good. It's just from it doesn't have a ton of substance. Also, your name isn't my kind of movie, so I don't love it. But like, I get it. Mm. I get it. It's good. Uh, but yeah, it's not complex like anything at all it's more just like you want to have fun you want to sit in a theater full of weebs and cheer and yell at the screen that's your movie because they take so many pauses like a character will show up announce his name and then they'll have the name on the bottom of the screen like with flashing lights so you're clearly supposed to have a reaction (laughs) and like be like yeah (laughs) yes so like the idea of watching it alone on your laptop is a little sad because those moments aren't gonna hit 
<laughs> they're gonna be like, Leo, and you're just gonna be like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's Leo. Okay. Who? <laughs> <laughs> but the- <laughs> so, sorry. So, uh, sorry. Who? Who? <laughs> no fucking time. We gotta go do something else. Um. But yeah, that it's like I said, it's a hype movie. It's a trigger hype movie. I love it. There's that's really all you can expect. If you want to see some bomb colors and you want to get hyped for like three hours afterwards <laughs> without drugs, it's great. Like I called you at eleven o'clock <laughs> on a school night. To I almost yell. got hit by a car. <laughs> I did. I almost got hit by a car because I was too distracted ranting about what a good movie it was. Damn, it's good. The soundtrack is so good. I'm a little, I'm a little hurt because I played some of it, and your reaction was, "Is that High School Musical?" <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> like, to the point where I had to pause the music. I was just no, like, "Don't say that." You didn't play it. You were singing it. And you were no, it was no, on my laptop. I didn't hear it. I only heard you singing it. Oh yeah, of and, course you thought it was high school. And the only reason I joked that it was High School Musical is because you were going na na na. Did you just get the same Tinder notification I did? I did, yeah. Perfect. Now, hey, you just learned more about us. We're Tinder people. We are. We're so appealing. Yeah, nothing more appealing than Tinder people. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, if you want a good hype movie and you have some free time between now and, like, the 10th, go see Premiere. Of October? It's Yeah, it's playing... This is not coming out before then. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? They have... <laughs> They've been adding showings because it's doing so well in the box office somehow. So they keep adding showtimes and all this jazz, and it's great. Uh, if you're like me and you're picky and you only want to watch subtitles, it's harder to watch because they only play those at, like, 9 and 10 at night. But, uh, yeah. If you're trash like me, plenty of options. <laughs> yeah, you get, like, seven different showtimes, you fucks. Um, Just know that it will you it will be worse. You will have less of a good time, it, probably. It will be worse, but because it's so much of a hype movie, you'll probably still get hyped as shit. Because everyone else in the theater will do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, 10 out of 10, highly recommend. Comes out on DVD February 5th. Not sponsored. That's why. Never mind. <laughs> That's why. I was just, yeah. It does sound like we're sponsored. I know. That would be amazing if for our first podcast we already have a sponsor. How desperate are they? Very. <laughs> but that that is my rant. I, mm, how long? That's That's my thing. 15 minutes, I was right! I'm upset. Yo! I wasted so much of your time. <laughs> oh my god. I did it. You did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Yeah. We did our first podcast. Holy shit. Damn. And I'm so sorry for the weird looks you're going to get from people in your dorm who are going to be like, wow, we heard you're making a podcast. That's and you'd okay. you be like, who? That's okay. There are days where I have my headphones on and I'll start singing and I forget how thin these walls are. And then I leave and I have to face my neighbors and I'm like, ooh, that's rough, buddy. If you want me to stop, you can tell me. But you're not. You're not. You're fine. It's nah. fine. I hope they heard that. Sorry. <laughs> They're fine. But uh, we did it. That's it, yeah. Um, 
So I guess plugs. <laughs> mm. We have them. Um, Dim plugs. Time to put them somewhere. <laughs> um, as of right now, we really just have a Twitter and a YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love it if you followed us on Twitter. Twitter would be great because it's just... That's probably the best way you're going to get any sort of updates whatsoever about what's happening here. Because like we've said, we're students. Um, and it's our senior year, so we have a lot of other shit going on. Mm. I also have a job mm-hmm. um, that I'm trying to juggle. It's going well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so like, we have, I couldn't even guess when the next podcast would come, will come out. Um, so it's really Twitter is the place to go. We'll announce when we have a new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll probably be on a weekend. Yep. <laughs> um, but if you liked us enough to stick around, we would love for you to follow us on Twitter. Uh, we also have a YouTube where this will be going up. So mm-hmm. subscribe to us on there, hit that bell <laughs> oh. and you'll know when we post again. Um, for the next podcast, I'll probably talk about another video game. Hell yeah. I'll do better. <laughs> uh, I want to make it more of a conversation and less <laughs> of a lecture. That's just objectively what a podcast is supposed to be. Um, we might bring a game into the mix. Yeah. Um, might bring... I don't know what you're going to talk about. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. Um, we can... Keep us on suspense. You know? Yeah. <laughs> keep us on suspense. I meant in suspense. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> We'll cut that out. <laughs> what oh, were you going to say, though? What could we do next week? Oh, I was going to say we could talk about... Next week. Prom- <laughs> I was going to say Promise Neverland might be a good one, just because we both actually watched that. Yes. I might have to rewatch it mm. so that I can remember all the feelings That's I have. That's true. I'm, I'm forgetting some <laughs> key I for- details. don't remember most of their names. <laughs> Norman. Ray. And the girl. Emma. Emma. Yeah. Emma. And Phil. Phil. <laughs> That's what the podcast is going to be. Uh, Haley saying a name and then me saying it with a slightly different tone. Phil. Uh, Richard. Mm. Richard. <laughs> Dick. No. Uh. <laughs> None of that. Well, I don't have That's... much else to say. Do you have any closing remarks, Haley? No. I think the best closing remark I can give you is just like, see y'all next time. Yeah. Also, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Please. And <laughs> and sorry a little bit. Yeah. We need a tagline. Um, fuck you. No, that's too harsh. How about, um... Well, it doesn't matter what our tagline is, because no one's gonna listen to this shit. 